Hey there, everybody. This is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings, and 1 Kings is a phenomenal book, and here's why. If you've ever known of anyone, if you've ever seen a church slide away from the Lord, you know how horrible that can be. You know just how terrible it is for their life and the people around them, how disastrous it is, and how destructive it is in the lives of other people. When, when you've seen someone really walk with the Lord and you see them fall away, man, it hurts people around them. It really is. Or a church, maybe a church you know about, maybe a local church in your area, maybe down the street or, you know, across town. But at one point, you knew their reputation. And their reputation was such that, man, they were a place that you went if you wanted to know the scripture, live the scripture, be encouraged. Man, if you fell, they would be there to help you up. I mean, it was a true New Testament community years ago. <laughs> but now it's just a shell, an empty shell of what it used to be. If you want to guard yourself from that, then First and Second Kings is for you. Because God shows himself unbelievably strong in the nation of Israel and King Solomon. But over time, through a series of decisions, things begin to tip in the opposite direction. So if you want to guard from that in your personal life, if you want to guard from that in your church life, if you want to stay tracking with the Lord in an intimate, real, growing way, then First and Second Kings is for you. So here we are. Solomon is praying at the dedication of the temple. He has established his kingdom. He's built the temple of the Lord. He's done it in grand detail because God deserves the best. And so he's done this in amazing ways. And now he's praying. And so we come to verse 41 in this episode. Let's listen to what he prays. Now he says, Likewise, Lord, when a foreigner who is not of your people, Israel, comes from a far country for your namesake, for they shall hear of your great name and your mighty hand and, and of your outstretched arm, when he comes and prays toward this house, this is the temple that he's dedicating, right? Uh, here in heaven, your dwelling place, and do according to all the foreigner calls on you to do. In order Now, here's why. In order that all the peoples of the earth may know your name, fear you as, you, as do your people Israel. Now listen, and that they may know that this house, this place that I have built is called by your name. So here's what Solomon prays. He doesn't just pray for the blessings of Israel. He doesn't just pray, hey, Lord, we've built this house and this is all dedicated to you. So when your people show up here to pray, answer in abundance. He says, when people come from outside of here, when people come who may not even know your name, but they know your reputation, they know your reputation because of the way we've lived, the way we've honored you, and because what you've done. When they come here because they know your reputation, God, answer their prayer. Do something great in their life, not so we get the credit, so they begin to honor you and proclaim you. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. Are you a part of a local church or local fellowship or some type of study group? Is your reputation so renowned in your community and around that people are drawn because they're hearing of the great things God is doing? Now, some of you might say, well, now, Terry, God doesn't really work like that today. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, sure he does. It's called salvation. <laughs> it's called redemption right? It's called the miracle of health, the miracles of blessing, the miracle of children. God does miracles all the time. He blesses people all the time. So let me just ask you again, are you part of a group that's become renowned for the greatness of God in your midst? Are people drawn to who you are, where you are, and what God is doing with you? If not, when was the last time you prayed something like this? When was the last time you came together in your church building or study group or whatever it might be? When was the last time you came together and said, God, do something through us, 
that causes your name to advance in profound ways. Do something right here in such a huge, miraculous, expansive way that other people hear and see. And you know what? They're drawn to you because of it. See, if all you're doing is going to a church, a fellowship, a, a group or something, and it's just for your own benefit, then there's not much in the Bible for you. I mean, I love you and I thank you for listening. But, but listen, it is always about taking what God does in you and with you and asking him to replicate it through you. It's always about reaching out and reaching beyond. And even here at the dedication of the temple, now remember, this was a set place, specific place, wasn't going to move, <laughs> was a pretty big building where God was going to descend, right, and, and consume offerings to forgive the people of their of their sins. It was, it was a holy place, right? But it was a place people had to come to. It was very specific. We are the church. We are the people of God. That Holy Spirit now dwells within us. We're able to take that miraculous, working, unbelievable presence and power of God everywhere we go. So the question I think that arises from this part is, are you? Are you something that is attracting others? Are you or what you're part of something that's making an impact in the life of others? Man, I pray that it is. The world desperately needs you to be filled with the Spirit controlled by the Word of God and empowered to make a difference. The world needs you. In this prayer of Solomon, Solomon is saying, God, the world needs you. People outside of Israel need you. So do great works in their life. Show yourself strong in them. Not so they get satisfied within themselves, no, but so that they come to you even more so. Now listen, if you'll dedicate yourself to that, here's what I know. You're going to find, you get it, unbelievable grace. That means favor for every aspect of your journey. Man, and I pray that you will. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for today, for our time together. And now, Lord, I pray that we will live in such a way. We will, we will work in such a way. Our churches, our fellowships, our city groups will be such that it is attractive to people all around. Not because of us, but because of your greatness being displayed through our changed lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God bless you so much, and I hope you'll join us for our next episode right here at Grace. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody, and we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.